Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm super excited to have my guest here today, Gina Hussar, uh, and we're going to get to the bottom of some of her entrepreneurial questions around her higher calling. So welcome so much to the podcast, Gina. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So I've obviously pulled up your birth chart. There's so many juicy things. I'm kind of just going to go with the flow here, but let's start by, let's get to know each other a little bit better. Tell me what it is that you currently do for your business. Mm, okay, so I am an intuitive brand strategist and copywriter for digital entrepreneurs. That's it in a nutshell. <laughs> okay, so you write sales copy. Um, like, what kind of branding stuff do you do? Is it more like web, like design, or is it is it other parts of branding? Um, we do a little bit of design, but it's mostly uh, brand strategy, brand messaging, um, body of work. Um, site copy, offerings, and then yes, of launch sequences and stuff like that. Okay. So you're kind of the, you're kind of doing a whole bunch of stuff. It sounds like you're, you know, not only um, getting the sales copy right, but also their offerings and just kind of like what, how they're going to show up in the world. Is that right? Absolutely. My, everything we do, the core of everything, Everything my team and I do is is alignment and integration. So we work with a lot of people who are multi-passionate and have trouble kind of putting all of the stuff they love into words. You know, we usually we always say that our, our favorite people to work with are the people who also hate the question, what do you do? <laughs> you know, trying, to, trying to sum up these big, expansive, divine gifts they have into one cohesive brand. Well, it's kind of interesting that you have your son in Virgo because 
I have so much Virgo in my chart as well. So we're really good at like organizing information. Mm -hmm. So that makes perfect sense. So tell me what, what is the biggest struggle? What are we going to be working on today over the next 30 minutes? Okay. So I have done this for the last four years. Um, 100% on referral. I lucked out. I ended up, you know, getting a client who was really well known straight out of the gate and I've never had to market, never had to run an ad and build it up to a really nice business. Um, I'm also a single mom of three now as of this year and the only, the sole provider for those kids. So I am in a place now where I'm out of survival mode and ready to get myself back into alignment and ready to integrate all of the things that I love into this business and really start leading. Um, You know, I've spent a lot of time doing other people's launches and I feel like it's time for me to start speaking more, start leading more, start putting my own work out into the world. Um, But there's definitely some fear of making any kind of pivot when what you currently do is working on paper really well. (laughs) It's just, you know, energetically and time-wise, it doesn't feel like a great fit. There has to be some sort of shift. So um, taking something that's done largely intuitively and, and very customized and putting it into a packaged group program is what I'm leaning towards. But I also feel very drawn to speaking more. I spoke on the stage in September and it's every time I do, it solidifies the fact that I'm supposed to do more of that. But again, um, I've been in this little box for, for several years now, and, and I'm not really sure how to pivot into these other things. Okay. So do you feel that brand strategy and the intuitive coaching that you're currently offering, is that your higher calling? You know, I think it's, it's, one of them. Um, you know, I, I speak a lot on spirituality and personal development and, and soul-based, truth-based living. That's for sure the undercurrent to everything I do. I can see the two blending. Um, and that's what I like about my focus for 2018. It's really integration and alignment and truth-based business building. I love that blend. I, um, want to make sure I'm not hiding behind anything. I want to make sure that I'm doing something that's impactful for others without shaking things up here too much. <laughs> okay. That's my dog. Hi, I think somebody's at the door, but that's okay. It's probably the mailman. Okay. So let's get into it. So you have, damn it. Come here. <laughs> One thing I can't close the door on because my office is in the front of my house. Okay, so you've got your son in Virgo, which is, you know, the, the selfless acts of service. So it makes perfect sense that you see yourself as someone who's giving back, who wants to serve others from their higher good. And it's very Virgo. That's very much the virgin. So that's how you see yourself. But you've got your moon in Aquarius and you have your rising sign in Leo. So let me explain the difference here. So Although you see yourself as Virgo, everybody else sees you as Leo. Hmm. So the way that they see you, they already see you as the star. They already see you as the the leader. Um, Leos are obviously very charismatic. Um, They're very good entrepreneurs, very organized, very creative. They like the spotlight, all of that. 
but your moon sign, which is super interesting, kind of threw a little like curve ball in there. So your moon sign is your soul, you know, it's your emotional, it's your inner being. And that is an Aquarius. So that to me is super interesting. And it's maybe the more interesting one I'm going to focus on right now is, is they're, they have this eccentricity and they have this sometimes like rebellious, um, they're the visionaries. They're the people that kind of want to shake things up a little bit. Um, not a lot. I mean, not a little bit, a lot. And um, they usually go about it in a very communicative way. They are ruled by the planet Mercury, which is the planet of communication. So the way that you present yourself is lighting up your emotions and doing so with usually around a topic that is maybe pushing the envelope a little bit. So I'm curious. I know it sounds like, you know, you're kind of want this, you know, safe next step. But how does that make you feel when you hear about your moon in Aquarius? It makes a lot of sense because a lot of what I'm being pulled to do has been born out of being in this industry for several years and seeing things I don't like and wanting to sort of flip them. <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, a lot of the stuff, the messages that come to us, you know, things we have to do in our business or whatever. And, and I feel like there's sort of a veil being lifted and, you know, people want more. They, they want um, a different kind of leadership. So I do feel like it's time to start speaking about that and time to start um, almost helping people be their own mentor by listening to their own intuition. That's, that's huge. Ooh. Okay. So going back to just your original question a few minutes ago around, you know, how do I turn this Thing into a group thing um, when everything I do is one-on-one, -on -one, everything is intuitive, everything is, you know, having that experience with that person. And I feel like you just shined a light on something that's really huge, which is helping other people to be their own mentor and to help them find their own voice, which is something you've been helping them do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So let's continue here because I think we're going down the right path now. Okay. So you also have your Saturn in Leo, which is interesting because I have my Saturn in Leo. And okay, so I talked about this on a different episode, but Saturn is basically, I like to refer to him, he's like the father of the Zodiac. He is, um, he's the one that's going to like make your life a little bit difficult until he sees that you're doing what he wants him, you to do. So he's kind of like trying to crack the whip on us. And <laughs> when you have it in Leo, it's basically saying until you, and when you think about Leo, own the spotlight, get organized, embrace our creativity, he's going to make it harder for us. Hmm. Okay. So if you're not taking those steps to, like you said, you are, I believe you said you were, um, you did your first speaking engagement, you loved it and you want to find more ways to do that. Well, Saturn is the planet that's going to reward you if you do more things like that. Mm, okay. Whether that's more opportunities, um, more people, more money, whatever it ends up being. But he's, it's baby steps too. He doesn't need you to go full like crazy. In fact, he'd prefer you not to go all crazy and just do a 180. He just wants to see, okay, are you putting forth effort towards this area? Because when you are, then I'm going to start rewarding you. So it's not like he's, you know, a disciplinarian that doesn't like, you know, give you cookies and milk at the end of the treat, but he's gonna, he's gonna give you something in, in return. 
So as long as you're kind of keeping him satisfied with um, those Leo characteristics, the creativity, the organization, the entrepreneurship, um, getting out there in a bigger way, being, you know, standing on your own podium, um, those kinds of things that he's going to reward you. Now, the more interesting part of this aspect is you actually have Saturn in your 12th house. Now, your 12th house is your house of karmic debts. It's your subconscious mind. You know, it's kind of like the manifestation house. I always talk about the 12th house when I do readings because I truly believe that when you're, you know, seeking out a higher calling, it's because you're working out debts, you know, and the people that you're here to serve, they're also working out karmic debts. And because my theory around your customer base is based on this concept called kismet client, where you are your client three years ago. So mm -hmm. basically they're also working out to some degree this debt, right? They're working out this Saturn owning the spotlight, which is kind of interesting since you help people build their brands who are also getting out there to own the spotlight. It's also what you're here to work out as well. So hmm. in the 12th house, it's basically saying, and I'm curious, do you spend enough time alone? Um, probably not enough, but I, I do commit to finding the time, even if it's, you know, 15 minutes a day. Okay. So one thing about the 12th house is it's, it really does love solitude, um, especially when you've got mm -hmm. Saturn there. So a lot of things are going to come through working through the debts through through solitude. So yes, 15 minutes of meditation, that's great. But I would even um, at this point find, even if it's one day a month where it's less like a lone day, um, mm. I know that might be hard with, you know, three children, but just knowing that when you, and again, we're trying to satisfy Saturn right now um, in the 12th house being like, girl, you need some alone time because <laughs> all of these like ideas, all of the, what's going to, this is what's going to happen. You go and spend that, that day alone once a month and that moon in Aquarius, all those emotions, all that inner work, all of that, that soul work is going to start fermenting and planting seeds of, you know, this big, this big, not revolution, because sometimes it has a negative connotation, but it's going to, it's going to take you down the wormhole, the rabbit hole of really figuring out at the core, you know, what tree are you here to shake in mm -hmm. society? And I think that is something that needs to be figured out for you, but it's going to happen in solitude. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. So then you've got, okay. So now we're going to get into some Taurus stuff, which I like have a thing for Taurus. I don't know why I think it's, I have a lot of clients that just have a lot of um, earth sensibility here. So you've got your midheaven in Taurus. So that's your 10th house, your house of career. Obviously that's what we're talking about. And so Taurus is ruled by Venus. And when I think about Taurus, I think about beauty. I think about being very grounded. They're an earth sign. So anything, you know, that's anything material, whether that's finance, whether that's interiors, um, anything that's going to home would be something comfort, um, all those feel good things. So part of your career path has to do with that comfort, that beauty, um, money, um, sometimes even like um, representing other people, whether that's publicity for other people, um, 
something that's going to ground others and ground yourself, but in a material way. Does that spark up anything for you? Hmm. It's interesting. I'm writing it down so that I can revisit it because right off the bat, I'm not getting a clear, a clear hit, but sometimes it takes me a while. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering like, okay, the, the one word that stood out to me is like beauty. Um, especially when I, you know, just from your tone of voice and what it is that you do for other people, there's like a, obviously an inner beauty. Um, bandit. There is nobody here, baby love. <laughs> so I'm wondering, um, and even also like you being a copywriter, um, or, you know, helping people kind of, you know, online show up. So there's like that beauty, like you're helping shine, show other people's beauty mm -hmm. um, so that they're more attractive maybe to their audience. I, I feel like there's something with the word beauty. Um, I don't know if money, have you ever, do you talk a lot about with like money to your clients? Um, no, only because that's, you know, money is never the focus. It's always alignment. Alignment is the focus and then the money, you know, follows and, and usually, um, you know, so I, I am always part of a team. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. They have a business coach usually, and then they come to me for the strategy, the coffee strategy and the content strategy. And I'm, I end up feeling a little bit complacent compartmentalized where I, I definitely feel the need to stand on solid ground almost like I always have this vision of myself standing on the mountaintop and finally declaring what I'm here to say and being the leader and you know whereas right now I feel very much boxed in hidden behind the computer um, and I know that's not me so it's just been this the, the, the pull is very strong um, it's almost like the how of it has been what has tripped me up. And I know that a lot of times fear runs the show for me as a single mom. So, um, so yeah, I've just been a little bit stuck on, you know, are these decisions that I need to make, am I making them from my intuition or fear or, you know, sometimes you have a hard time hearing your own inner voice and I have more ideas than I could ever produce in this lifetime. So there's a little bit of what if I choose the wrong one to focus on? Okay. Well, firstly, I'm a firm believer that there's no such thing as a wrong choice. You know, okay. it's, it, there is um, a path that leads us to the same place, whether or not we take the long road or we take a, an interesting scenic route, you know? Um, so I don't, I, I'm, we don't need to go too far down the rabbit hole with that, but I'm just curious, every time I see the word beauty and I see finance and then I hear the word alignment and then I look at that moon in Aquarius who just kind of wants to shake the tree a little bit and I'm feeling, I think the reason you wanted this reading is because of, you. it's like you don't want to step on anybody's toes because like you're here to do that job and then other people are there to do another job and it's like, it's kind of keeping you it's just keeping you not shining your light all the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's go. The other part that's interesting <laughs> about Taurus here is you have Chiron in Taurus. Okay. So that's a comment. Um, it's a comment and it, you know, it's referred to as like the wounded healer. So it's kind of like, what's the part that of you that's here to heal? 
right? And the thing that's interesting at Taurus is that it wants to heal its own pain, which is great because Taurus is a very take charge sign. Um, the only thing is, and I always talk about this in my readings because I get a lot of people with Taurus, but they're the snails of the Zodiac. So mm. they're creatures of taking their sweet ass time. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, you know, in the, in, which can get them really comfortable in their own pain. Mm-hmm. So they deal with it really slowly. Now they always deal with it. They're not like going to put it off in the back of burner and pretend it's not there. That's never going to happen with Taurus. So they often have these feelings of, you know, inferiority, um, uh, just, um, what's a better way? Inferiority. I mean, inferiority is one thing, but I feel like uh, Taurus is just someone that they're the bull, but they they don't jam. They're not like they they don't jam it down your throat because they take their time to like kind of convey their message, and they're actually not going to come forth and share what it is that they want to share until they've really figured out what that feels like for them. And because it takes them a long time to kind of like get inside of their feelings, it takes longer than um, other signs. But the whole point is, is that they're actually here to rebuild things. So that part of your healing process with the Chiron and Taurus is that you're here to rebuild build something as you heal yourself. So um, Chiron is basically teaching you, it's teaching you, for, one, it's trying to teach you how to make lemons out of lemonade. Mm-hmm. It's here, you know, it's really like, okay, well, I, I'm, I need to do these things, but I need to be strategic about it. Cause that's very earth. It's very logical. That's, you know, also your Virgo. Um, but they, they also want to make sure that they handle it in the best way. So they're not going to go and like put up a lemon stand, um, and just hope for customers. They're going to, before they even make the lemon, lemonade, they're going to like, well, how can I make the product better? I want to make sure I have the right signage. You know, there's no like just doing it kind of thing and then winging it. So um, it's basically here to teach you, you know, make the best of the hand that you've been given. I know that sounds like, you know, you're a single mom right now. That's probably a curveball. But in essence, it's a blessing because it's going to help you. It's going to help you do your own inner healing and take your time with yourself as you go about this new this new journey of truly being able to shine the light all the way for your customers, for the, for your people, for your tribe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. So now let's get into, okay, we're going to go into the nodes. Okay. So you have your North node or your ascending node in Scorpio. So your North node represents your destiny. Um, it's what basically activates your life purpose and you have it in Scorpio. So I'm going to talk about that in just a second. And then you, so then your South node, which is the direct opposite is your South node, which is represents your past lives, which again is in Taurus. So, okay. I'm going to talk about Taurus first because we've just been doing so much on Taurus anyway. So the thing about Taurus, we already know it's, it's like a creature of habit. Okay. So Right now, the work that you're doing is your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's actually things, you've done something similar in a past life. Maybe it wasn't like having to do with the internet because maybe that wasn't around back then. But <laughs> what you're doing right now, it, it's, um, it comes second nature to you because you've already done this in past lives. Okay. But this is, which will end up, 
it'll it's it'll make you money but in the get in the end there will always be the voice inside of you that feels a little bit bored and a yep. little bit been there done that mm -hmm. <laughs> so we got to focus on Scorpio which is super intense so if you really want to activate you know this next chapter in your business you know this higher calling uh, oh you know satisfying Saturn in Leo who really wants you to get out there in a bigger way it's gonna be intense so your destiny has to do with Scorpio so Scorpio is I like to think of them as like the detectives they are the investigators of the of the zodiac um, they have um, secrets that they know about they know about stuff you know they don't <laughs> always share it though right so so your mission really has to do with you doing some investigation and maybe that has to do with that one day a month that you spend alone is where you're really digging deep whether that's in books whether that's in meditation or spirituality but like you're like it's almost like you're gonna get to the bottom of it yeah and until you get to the bottom of it Taurus won't share it hmm okay Got it. Okay. So, and it's going to, it's going to be one of those and it's a water sign. So there's a lot of mysticism in Scorpio. There's a lot of occult. There's a lot of spirituality. There's a lot of like, um, it's okay. So Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, which is like, you know, the, that little, it's the little planet that wants you to dig deeper. Mm -hmm. That's all it wants you to do. I need you to dig deeper. So it's almost like, and you're good. And the thing is, it's going to revitalize you. It's going to re-energize you. It's going to re-inspire you. But it's going to be intense because until you go go down the rabbit hole, so to speak, um, you're going to be stuck in a comfort zone. So you get like you either go, it's like it's kind of interesting because the opposite. We're dealing with north and south nodes, so they're the complete opposite. So what you've been doing right now, now we're turning and it's on its head. And we're going down this completely different path, which is going to reactivate this higher calling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have felt that. And I have felt the intensity, you know, of the energy where, you know, you have like all these intense emotions that have really no logical source. And you're like, what the heck is wrong with me? Um, and I have felt, I mean, I have felt so much over this last year of healing from the divorce and um, it feels like a very positive thing, but even positive things feel very intense sometimes. And yeah, that's exactly where I am. I feel like it's the threshold between releasing the old and stepping into the new. And that is this constant balancing act of massive enthusiasm and sheer terror. <laughs> exactly. And I'm telling you, because of this, I'm going to keep going back to the moon and Aquarius. And it's like on some soul level, on some, you know, that inner world, you know, that only you know, because it's you inside your own body and you inside your own consciousness. But this Aquarius, you're, you're from an emotional standpoint, from like a, you know, that enthusiasm that you're talking about, it's not going to be satisfied until you flip it on its head. Like I, I was just telling another girl, we were talking about Aquarius and I'm like, Aquarius was the girl in high school that had the mohawk. <laughs> she was yeah. like, I, she was basically screaming, I think differently. Like, I don't think the same as you guys. Like, I, 
I'm into some stuff you probably have never heard of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So okay. it's like you've been playing a little safe, but you're, but yeah. from a astrological perspective, it's like you're just not going to feel Saturn. One, because of Saturn, Saturn's going to crack the whip and tell you own your spotlight and own that Leo, the lion and own your, your gift to adore and, um, serve others, uh, on that platform, on that stage. And the content that you share on that stage is the Aquarius, right? It's going to be about those topics that are going to turn, you know, really get people thinking, right? That communication, that Mercury inside Aquarius. And then it's going to be you taking that time once a month to spend all day by yourself and going down the Scorpio rabbit hole. Like once you put all of those things together, they're going to, all those epiphanies, all those things that you're saying, like, there's so many things I want to do. There's so many things I want to talk about. The thing that you're going to find is they all come down to the same root. What mm. is the root? Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cool. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So I guess at this point, I just want to know, like, what's your next step? You know, like, I know I'm going to send you the replay of this so you can kind of like re-listen to it. But, you know, just so we, I feel like I'm sending you off with, you know, really that those next steps, like what's, what, what's on, what's on the plate? Yeah. You know, I mean, this was just really validating. Thank you. Because I have felt a lot of this and Sometimes, you know, I'm really good at going into emotional override. If I just want something really bad, I'll convince myself that my intuition's telling me to do it. I think we all do that. But this was really validating in the sense that I have been feeling that. Like if I don't go ahead and, and do this in a new way, I will never be in alignment. I will, I will start to energetically repel clients where for the past four years, I've had more than enough. I've had more than I could handle at some point. And I can see how um, powerful energy is as my focus turns more towards this. Um, you know, I, I want to do less of that. And I, I can see that there has to be that action taken. And it's funny you mentioned digging deeper into books and taking that time because I spent this whole morning going through my own library and taking out every book that's ever meant something to me and knowing I have to go and reread it and reread what I highlighted. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, thank you. It was just, it's really validating to know that I'm on the right track and you know, that I have the cosmos on my side in the way that I thought I did. Thank you. You are so welcome. Yeah. I think at this point, and it's funny cause I did something similar. I just recently moved and I was like, okay, I had this one bookshelf and I'm like, okay, if I can't fit all my books on this bookshelf, I'm going to get rid of the ones that I'm never going to read again. So I got rid of all these books and I just have my one bookshelf. I color coordinated them and I'm like, okay. So I started pulling, you know, the books off the shelf and like started rereading them. But the thing that's so cool now is now it's like, you're going to go into rereading these chapters or these books with a with a now a purpose like i'm actually researching i'm now embracing yeah. my my scorpio and i'm researching now so that now it's like with purpose versus like like normally when i would go and like read my book be like oh oh i should do that and then i'd start implementing something but instead this is like 
I'm going to dig and I'm going to dig and I'm going to dig. And it's like, I'm going to, and, and the thing that's going to transpire is this idea of, and it's probably not far off from what you do, but maybe the way you do it or the way you deliver it or the platform or something is going to change. And there's going to be these other added dimensions um, to your, I like to call it a signature system that kind of, it's going to differentiate you in the market, but it's also just going to change the way you do your business. You know, I know it sounds like you've got, you know, different people helping you in different areas of your business, but it might be that the way that you conduct your business moving forward doesn't utilize maybe all the other people that are helping you maybe not in the same way, at least. Really interesting. Yeah, no, this was great. Thank you so much. You are welcome so much. So I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Rising Star Project. I hope you gained so much value from Gina's session here today, who is really on this voyage of stepping out of her comfort zone. So if you feel like you need to step out of your comfort zone, you've you know played into your Taurus for much too long, and you feel called to step into bigger shoes, I encourage you to check out your own astrological birth chart by checking out the Rising Star um, ritual kit available at the Holistic Fashionista Botanica. So thank you so much, Gina, for being a part of the project. Um, I'm wishing you so much success and can't wait to, you know, hear about, you know, the, how things transpire in the months to come. Oh, thank you. You're so generous for doing this. I really appreciate it. You're welcome so much. Thank you for joining us here at the Rising Star Project with my guest, Gina Hussar, who is an intuitive brand strategist and copywriter for digital entrepreneurs who is struggling to figure out how to integrate all of her passions into a cohesive brand. And today she learned that it was time to step out of her comfort zone and step further into her higher calling and play a bigger game. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.